Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Unsanctioned Space podcast. My name is KJ, and I'm going to be your host. And today we are going to be talking about a club favorite topic of how to be an academic weapon. So fun fact, I've already did this episode. Um, It was supposed to be posted today. I hadn't edited it. So I was like, let me edit it real quick. I go to listen to the audio. The audio is fucking trash. So I have to do this again. Um, so yeah, this is why you're getting the audio a little bit late because I had to re-record this and re-edit this. So yeah, that is definitely, definitely on me. My bad for those of y'all who are expecting it at 10 o'clock. I completely apologize. But for the rest of y'all, hello, 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 and welcome back to the podcast episode. Again, we are talking about how to be an academic weapon. Now, this is coming from a self-proclaimed academic weapon. And by self-complaint, I mean five years on the dean's list running back every single motherfucking semester. So just a quick little flex, but um, I'm very grateful to be where I am today. But yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I don't want to give y'all like a Google Gaga about (laughs) my life and everything. But... So the first thing I'm going to say is be honest about where you're starting and be realistic. I feel like a lot of people kind of like glorify being an A student or like glorify the like getting good results and like always being on top of your class. But to be honest, like it's freaking hard. It's so fucking hard and it's very draining because I'm consistently putting my academics first. And if you really think about that, that means like every single other area of my life is suffering. Like I'm not prioritizing my mental health. I'm barely sleeping. Like exams week, my eye bags are eye bagging. Like there's nothing I'm prioritizing more than my academics. Now, is it a healthy thing? No. Am I aware of that? Yes. Am I going to change? Eh, you know, I kind of like who I am. But the truth is, is that it's very difficult. Like, you'll miss events that you probably do not want to miss. Like, you barely have time to do anything. But that depends on also how you study. Like, studying smart versus studying, like, hard. So, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, during exams week, for, like, the two weeks before, you will not catch me doing any single thing. I'm sorry. Texts barely responded, um, sleep barely had it, food barely eaten, but at the end of the day, the results are there, and I'm not saying this is the only way, but I'm just saying there is going to be moments of time like that, and you need to be ready, you need to, like, know where you're at, and be realistic. I always say my favorite kind of growth is, like, the gradual growth, or, like, something to work with, because, like, if you're wanting to go from, like, D's to A's, it's possible, but it's not going to happen in like one exam period. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take like, it's going to take some getting used to because you're going from like one mindset to another and like one entirely different life, I guess, to another. It's going to take some time. So be realistic. If you're a C student, if you're an academic butter knife, it's okay. Honestly, it's really fine. Like you need to do what you need to do, but just be honest about where you are and make like reasonable goals. You know what I'm saying? Don't be like, I want like A's in all my classes and a 4.0 like the first time you're trying to get your shit together. Like it's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it could work, but let's be realistic. You know what I'm saying? And let's be honest about it. Start slow. Start slow so that you don't hate the process. So be honest and like be realistic because it's not it's not that deep, but it is. You know what I'm saying? 
And the second thing is like, be honest with yourself. Like if you're not a morning person, don't set an alarm for 3 a.m. to wake up. You're not going to do it. If you're not an evening person, why are you studying until 12 o'clock? Go to bed. You're not retaining anything. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we need to start being honest with ourselves because I can post a video of me saying, oh, 3 a.m. grind, 3 a.m. grind. You waking up at 10 o'clock is a struggle. Like you're late for all your morning classes and your morning classes are at 11. So let's be honest. Let's be realistic. You're probably not going to be consistent with waking up at 3 o'clock. So why would you make it a goal? You know what I'm saying? So let's be realistic. Let's be honest. And it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to wake up at 4 a.m. for you to be like, quote unquote, studying. You just have to study at another time. And that's fine. You just have to be very, very honest about what's going on. And another thing that I would say is like figuring out how you retain content and remember it. So, you know, those videos of people talking about learning styles and you're kind of like, oh, this is bullshit and they're lying. Friend, bestie, they're actually not lying. They're actually not lying to you because you kind of need to know what your learning style is. You kind of need to know like how you retain content and how best it is for you to study it with, right? I'm going to give you an example. For me, I need notes. If I don't write it down, I'm going to forget it. If it's not in written form in some place, iPad, um, sticky note or something, I've probably forgotten it. Like if you don't write anything for me down, I'm going to forget it. So I need notes. Anytime the teacher is doing notes, that is my, my actually the kind of teacher that I thrive under is the kind of teacher that um, gives notes because I'm going to give you an example. I have two different kinds of teachers for my biology. One of them was like, she loved notes. She'd explain everything. She'd write out all the processes and like write down like the different like categories. Da, 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 da. Anytime she wrote notes, I was writing notes because she gives good notes. Now, there's another kind of teacher, the kind of teacher that will kind of like go through the PowerPoint, but they will not write notes. Then they will give you gems. Like when they're speaking, they're going to give you gems that are not going to be in like the PowerPoint. And their PowerPoint is not like summarized notes. It's just like a general PowerPoint. So the thing is, that kind of professor, you need to listen to them. You know what I'm saying? And it can get very excruciating when you're going from back to back classes. So you need to figure out what kind of teacher you learn best with so that you know how to adapt your learning style. So for the teacher that's not like a notes person, I'm going to adapt my learning style to like either audio recording the class or just like writing notes while they're in class, which is like a kind of a hassle. But you need to find a way to adapt. But the only way you'll know how to adapt is by knowing how you learn best. If you're not a notes person, don't let anyone trick you into being like, oh, notes are the only way for you to remember. Or like the common stereotype is like writing notes make you look like you're studying or professional. But if notes don't work for you, then notes don't work for you. And that's fine. You don't have to do notes like it's not compulsory. And by the way, anything you've ever heard about any um, like study techniques, mainstream um, I'd take it with a grain of salt because like there's 7 billion people in the world. What works for you is not going to work for me. You know what I'm saying? If you're the kind of person that needs to hear it all the time, I'd say audio record your classes. So that way, like when you're like going through the content or something, you're, you're hearing it and you're doing it. If you're the kind of person that needs like visual aids, then a teacher that does like presentations is good for you because like you can look at those presentations. Like if you're somebody who does notes, again, the teacher who does notes is going to be your best friend. You need to figure out what works for you and how it works for you best. Like you need to understand how you retain that content and remember it. Like if reading notes is enough for you to remember stuff, do it. If you need to make a mnemonic, do it. If you need to write an entire prose like Shakespeare, do what you need to do. And by the way, don't let anybody call you crazy for your studying styles. When I'm studying, 
I look like the most deranged person ever. Like I'm talking to myself, I'm walking around, I'm pacing, I'm making jokes. Like I'm in my complete bubble. That's why I really have my phone off because I can't, if you disrupt that bubble, you're, I'm kind of kind of done. You know what I'm saying? So like do what you need to do to study, do what you need to do to survive. Like if you need to like audio record your classes, audio record them. Like, don't let anybody, like, stop you from getting your hustle. So figure out how you gain content and figure out how you retain it. And it's very interesting for me when I'm, like, a notes person and coming across different people. Because, like, one of my friends isn't a notes person. They don't take notes. They don't have notes. They just study the book and do revision, practice materials and stuff like that. And they're fine. And I'm like, I don't understand how you fucking survive without notes. But they're an A student. Like, they get A's, straight A's, 4.0 GPA. So don't let anybody make you feel any type of way with the way that you study, okay? It's it's you. It's your point. Um, and another thing, I heard this when I was listening to the uh, one of my favorite podcasts, The Closet Confessions. Like, one of them was saying, like, sometimes showing up is discipline enough. And I'm going to say that with, like, the sense of studying sometimes showing up and doing a quick little revision session is enough. Sometimes you don't need to go the full eight hours. Sometimes you don't need to even go the full four hours. Like sometimes the discipline in the fact that you still set aside that time is enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, and sometimes some classes are just going to be like the classes you score bad on. This is not to say like, oh, like let a class fall through the cracks. But this is just to say like, Sometimes it is what it is and that's okay. And that's something that's very hard to learn, especially like as a firstborn daughter, type A, Virgo, whatever, whatever you want to attach to my identity. Yes, that's probably true. But um, it was very hard for me to learn because it was just like a point in my life where I needed to accept that perfection was in my savior. So I kind of had to be like riding the wave of, unsuccessfulness and that's okay and that's fine and I think that's something that we all need to understand but the thing is is that um I had the chance to like either like do so I did the homework I did everything I was an A student passing the class but I thought I was thought I was gonna get a higher 90 than I got and the teacher was like oh if you want to redo some of the homeworks da, 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 the ones you haven't done it's gonna it can help your grade but I'm like how much will it help my grade you know, and she's like, ah, not that much, but, you know, it could help. It could not. And I'm like, if I don't, what do I get? And she's like, oh, a lower 90. And I'm like, so it's a 50-50 chance. She's like, ah, more like 65-35. And, you, and you, my brain is working faster than my mouth. But you know what I did? I took the lower 90. And I was like, it's okay. Because I worked hard and I wasn't going to spend, like, four hours on a homework that may or may not change my chances you know what i'm saying but either way i still got an a it still reads a like it's not that big of a deal sometimes you need to just like calm the fuck down because it's never that deep it's not that deep and especially like if you're in the med field or like if you're in the law field or like these stem fields we're gonna be like in school for a long time my biggest advice to you is like 
sometimes you'll feel a test and you'll feel like it's the end of the world but at the end of the day no like when you're treating a patient and when a patient is like leaving your office feeling giddy about the kind of quality they got they're not going to be looking at the kind of grades you got they're going to be looking at the kind of person you are and the kind of doctor you be and i know that grades position you in a place to become that kind of doctor but then again you can achieve a lot if you just like take a break and calm down either get back to the material or just settle for good enough because sometimes good enough is enough especially if you're a higher achieving person sometimes that good enough is good enough and that's all you know what i'm saying and i know like if you're listening to this and you're like such kind of a person you're gonna be like uh bitch you're just you're just on some other shit and i'm like it's okay because i'm coming from a place of like i've kind of like learned it as my lesson so i'm really hoping that you take what i'm saying um because yeah it's something i've learned and i want to share it with you guys um and another thing reward system i really liked when Issa ray did her little speech and she thanked herself because that was the first time I've ever seen anybody thank themselves. And anytime like I do something big or I pass a test or something like that and I'm talking about how I'm going to reward myself, some people look at me funny and I'm like, you need a reward system. You like our brain is just wired to like do a reward system very well. Like you want to train a dog how to do a new trick reward system. You want to teach your cat how to go to the bathroom in the little box reward system like why wouldn't that work with you you're a primal animal anyway so if you need a little treat to get yourself in shape or get yourself in mind and in mind frame and in concentration do it do it treat yourself buy yourself whatever you want to buy i mean this is not advice for you to go and like put yourself in credit card debt please 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 don't do that but i'm saying like Treat yourself, go on the vacation, do this. And do you know how much sweeter it would be when the vacation is like a reward for something? Obviously, this is not me saying that you need an excuse to treat yourself, but you need, sometimes you just need a little bit oomph. Like that one thing that you've been putting off and like you've been wanting to do, but you didn't have the time to do and you're not the kind of person that consistently makes time for themselves, promise yourself an experience. Like, oh, I wanted to do embroidery this year and like I'm kind of like slacking on it. I don't have time for it. Like be like, okay, if I pass this exam, then I get to go on an embroidery class or like, oh, if I create this piece of content that I really want to do, oh, I get to like go on a farmer's trip and get whatever I want. Like sometimes treating yourself is not that big and sometimes it feels like it's not enough treating yourself because like the internet has sold us this version of luxury and finery that is like monetarily based like money value based but sometimes treating yourself comes with like treating yourself to quiet and peace to like an experience you've always wanted to to like like i don't know like treating yourself is not only money based like again money is your love language and you know that might be my love language too but it's like sometimes like going to the lake and getting some fries is good enough for me and that's okay that doesn't mean i'm broke quite opposite actually but it's just like i wanted to spend time with myself without feeling any kind of way and sometimes you just need an excuse to do so so treat yourself you want to book that vacation after your big exam book it sis you want to go shopping after your big exam do it you want to go on a hike you want to go backpacking you want to do whatever you want to do do it do not let anybody let you feel bad for treating yourself 
or like giving yourself some special treatments after like a big thing in your life. The thing is, is that yes, were there people who helped you? It depends on you and your story. But at the end of the day, you are the one waking up. You are the one putting in the time. You are the one listening to this podcast. You know, you were the one putting in their life, sweat, blood, and tears into that one thing. So as much as you can like thank the people around you, don't ever feel guilty for thanking yourself. Because I feel like that's one thing people like always forget to do. And especially women. We like thank every single person around us other than myself. But like the thing is, is that I did this shit. You weren't the one waking up at 5 a.m. I was. So before I start thanking anyone, I'm going to thank myself. I'm going to give myself my fucking flowers. Because at the end of the day, you'll wait for people to give you your flowers and they will be dead roses by the time you get them. You need to give yourself the flowers as soon as possible. Even throughout the process. You didn't study today, but you made your bed and you were feeling depressed and you walked around and you cleaned your house. Girl, go get some fucking dollar store sushi or something. Like, go treat yourself. You did good today. You did good. And I think life rotates around little treats. And I think the little treats should be something that is incorporated in your daily life. But yeah, from academic weapon to from academic butter knife to academic weapon, this is going to be the episode that, you know, changes your life, hopefully. But I never wanted you guys to think that, oh, this is this is such an easy thing. I'm just not cut out for it. Sometimes it's just not. No, school is not for everybody. I'm going to say that. I'm going to give that warning. And as a person who can consider myself, quote unquote, an academic, I can tell you for free, free 99, zero dollars, zero pounds. School is not for everybody. And I realized that as soon as I started seeing the amount of work I was willing to put in and the amount of work other people could put in. And not in a like bad way. I'm just like, and yeah, anyway, school is just not for you. And it's fine. That's not like a sign of laziness. That's not a sign of like being less intelligent. It's just that some people thrive with academic material and some people don't. Obviously, you can get good at something, but it's not really in some people's nature. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never going to be a universal thing. Being educated is, school is not. And I feel like people like need to learn the difference between being an educated person and being an academic person because you can be educated in many different ways you just didn't go to school you know what I'm saying so if school is not for you and you're listening to this and you're like shit where's my nugget for the day my nugget for the day is that you're gonna be okay you know what I'm saying if you're gonna if you're smart and you're consistently thinking about your future and you just like school is not for me I don't want to do school I don't want this to be something that I have to do just to like make myself a better future I don't want to use the example of like all these like tech millionaires and stuff like that because most of them are nepo babies if we're being realistic but if school is not for you honestly challenge yourself to come up with a better plan Think about how much you hate school and if you can come up with a better plan than that and like actually be detailed and specific and intentional about it and you can commit to doing it, then do that instead. Because honestly, if I genuinely didn't in some part of me enjoy school, I'd have been out. In America, it's so easy to make money. It's so easy to make money in this country. It's actually fucking ridiculous. I swear to God. I don't... It's... (laughs) And it's so baffling because I'm like, I had a job since I was, what, fucking 15? 
like it's not that hard i mean i'm i'm getting i get it i'm saying it as a 15 year old working with no bills but i'm just like hey this country it's like if you're if you make a little bit of a plan i think you'll be all set but anyway um this is gonna be probably a shorter episode because i don't like repeating myself and all the good content was probably in that first episode but again i said everything that i wanted to say um academics i'd say is kind of my thing not even really because sometimes i just fucking hate it but the thing is you have to embrace the that hatred you have to embrace the journey and i guess i've kind of settled into it because of the fact that i'm going into the med route so i'm going to be doing a lot of school for a really long time so i kind of settled into the fact i'm like i can hate it it's okay. Like I can be exhausted by it. I can never want to touch a single book again. I can have my highs and lows. I can have my little moments. But at the end of the day, I still show up. I still do what I need to do. I still get that shit done. It might be bare minimum, but it's still something. And I'm going to be okay with that at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Um, also, how is january going for you guys please let me know um my january started off to a very interesting fact um i'm definitely gonna share at the episode for like the end of the month i loved doing those last year so i'm definitely gonna do that again this year um but yeah i wish i was like auntie candies and stuff like that um to give you guys a really funny thing but my life isn't like crazy like that so this is going to be the end for now. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we started a YouTube channel. Um, do I have any posts there? No. Do I have anything on there other than the description and the title? No. But still, go and subscribe. Go and show me some love. I'm definitely going to be working on editing the videos in like a way that doesn't feel exhausting to consume. Because I know like 20, 30 minutes of content is like a lot for any Gen Z right now. So I'm working on editing that. Um, tune in to the podcast, obviously, at The Unsanctioned Space on all social media platforms on TikTok and on Instagram at The Unsanctioned Space. Again, don't forget to hit the YouTube at The Unsanctioned Space. And don't forget to give us a follow on whatever streaming platform you're using, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, wherever you're listening from. We love, love, love you. So don't forget to give us a follow, give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to. And tune into our IG for all the updates and our TikTok for all the funny videos. Um, I love you guys so much and see you guys next week. Mwah.